Last week, I visited Shirley Braha at her apartment in Chinatown. Hey. Hi, how are you? Good. Shirley's 32. She's had a bunch of jobs in TV. Back in 2012, she was about to turn 30, and she decided to do something she'd always wanted to do, adopt a dog from an animal shelter. Um, I started looking at PetFinder.com, which is, of course, a website to um, find, like, homeless uh, dogs and cats. She found a dog she liked, this 10-year-old from a shelter in Connecticut. Her name on the um, listing was Greta, but, like, her actual name in the shelter, like, when you, like, signed the paperwork, it was actually stinky because she she smells so bad because, like, all her teeth were decaying. She was in bad shape. Her fur was matted. One of her eyes was clouded over. The shelter said she could no longer see out of it. She looked like she was dying. And um, especially the first week that I had her, it's like I would feed her. And then like a few minutes later, she would just start coughing and just like, you know, making all these like really scary noises. And I just I was really afraid she was going to die. The only reason to adopt this dog is if you're an angel, which fortunately surely is. So she brings her home and Stinky thrives. Even her cloudy eye clears up. She can see. And Shirley renamed her. Marnie. She's a shih tzu. Hungry, go. Hungry, go. You can go. Oh, my God. Her tongue is always sticking just out of her mouth like a tiny flag. And her whole body has a tilt to it. Her head is permanently crooked to one side, like she's just half heard a joke. Huh? Man, so much cuteness. She's adorable in a way that defies description. While I talked to Shirley in her apartment, Marnie padded around in circles, pawed at the carpet, and eventually curled up on the Reply All producer Sruthi Pinamanani's jacket for a nap. After Shirley and Marnie's first scary week together, they fell in love. I'm very, very grateful that I have her. It also seems like you love her the way a person, like it doesn't seem like lowercase l, like jokey love. Like it seems like you really love her. Yeah, I just bought a fire extinguisher because <laughs> I was like, what if there was a fire? I have to protect Marnie. <laughs> Soon after Marnie's recovery, Shirley began to do what any proud dog mom would do. She started taking pictures of her dog, sharing them with her friends on Facebook, on Instagram. Life was happy, simple, ordinary. Here's a short video of Marnie that Shirley posted to Vine. It's just six seconds of Marnie running around a pharmacy. Shirley added the music. But this is the crazy thing. This video has been played 55 million times. Marnie's Instagram account has 1.25 million followers. Marnie is on pace to possibly become the most popular dog on the internet. From Gimlet, this is Reply All, a show about the internet. I'm PJ Vogt, and this week, the magical formula for internet dog fame. There's no better feeling than a personal win. And the State Farm Personal Price Plan can help you do just that. Talk to a State Farm agent today to learn how you can bundle and save with the personal price plan. Like a good neighbor, State Farm is there. Prices are based on rating plans that vary by state. Coverage options are selected by the customer. Availability, amount of discounts and savings, and eligibility vary by state. This episode is brought to you by Shopify. Forget the frustration of picking commerce platforms when you switch your business to Shopify, the global commerce platform that supercharges your selling wherever you sell. With Shopify, you'll harness the same intuitive features, trusted apps, and powerful analytics used by the world's leading brands. Sign up today for your $1 per month trial period at shopify.com slash tech, all lowercase. That's shopify.com slash tech. 
So even before Shirley started regularly posting Marnie photos on the internet, rumors of Marnie's existence had begun to circulate. This is Summer Ann Burton. She's an editor at BuzzFeed, and she used to edit their animals vertical. Marnie's so special that, like, even before she was on Instagram, there was, like, word of mouth about her in New York. (laughs) Also because I think Shirley takes her everywhere she goes, so she would show up at, like, parties and stuff, and people would talk about this incredible, magical dog. Summer wrote about Marnie, and Marnie's follower account shot up by thousands, and then tens of thousands. Instagram put her account, at Marnie the dog, on their front page, and from there they were off. The days when they could walk down the street unaccosted are long gone. People stop them constantly. They're like, oh my God, can I take a picture with Marnie? They get so excited, and it brings people so much happiness, so I'm more than happy to stop on the street. There's a class of celebrity who transcends celebrity and becomes an icon. Bill Murray's one of them. These celebrities are incapable of doing regular, human-scale things because their presence in any place makes that place magical. If Bill Murray goes to the gas station, everybody who is at that gas station will talk about the day that Bill Murray pumped gas for the rest of their lives. Marnie's like that. And she shows up everywhere. Here's a riddle for you. Who has a tilted head and a bunch of very famous friends? Marnie! All right, so Everyone we wants are to be photographed. Thrilled to be Instagram here. Instagram star Marnie the dog has challenged James Franco to a selfie off. CNN, Fox TV, Good Morning America, The New York Post, The Daily Mail, The New York Times. When Marnie skipped the World Dog Awards, TMZ ran a story covering the scandal. Headline, Marnie the dog rejects World Dog Awards invite. I'm too famous, bitches! Here's a partial list of celebrities photographed holding Marnie. Tina Fey, the entire cast of The Big Bang Theory, Taylor Swift, Betty White, Ed Sheeran, Jason Schwartzman, Wilmer Valderrama, Abby and Alana from Broad City, Grimes, Joe Jonas, Lena Dunham, Demi Lovato, Larry King. Marnie does hotel openings. Marnie makes paid appearances at the birthday parties of her fans. So why is there this much fame for stinky old Marnie? Hello. Hey, how's it going? Good, how are you? Good. Um, what can I help with? As my friend Ergie told me, if you look at Instagram, you will find other celebrity dogs. Ergie actually owns one of them herself. Some of these dogs hover near Marnie's level of adoration. And I was curious, is there a formula? Something that would help explain Marnie's sudden magical skyrocket? Ergie and I looked at a few of these dogs. She said, take, for instance, Boo the Pomeranian. I don't even remember how I discovered Boo. It must have been a couple of years ago. All I know is it's like this perfectly manicured dog that looks like it's completely fake or a stuffed animal or it's just genetically modified to be a mini stuffed animal that you got for your second birthday. Boo has 16 million likes on Facebook, but the scuttlebutt is that he owes most of that fame to nepotism. His mom works at Facebook. Or there's another dog that Ergie really likes, menswear dog. It's this dog that wears clothes. I feel like he's ready to model today. And on today's photo shoot, the five-year-old Shiba Inu shows why big brands are so keen for him to represent them. Everything from flannel to bandanas to kind of hipster round sunglasses with mirror shades. But menswear dog or Jif, who's another famous Pomeranian like Boo... They're kind of what you'd expect. They're beautiful dogs being photographed beautifully. And anyway, none of these dogs have as many Instagram followers as Marnie. So what's your secret? Is it just that on the internet, the underdog will always rise to the top? 
Well, of course, there is another. Hi, hello. Hi, I cannot nice believe we're... I'm so glad we're talking. <laughs> I can't believe it. Okay. Um, yeah, so, so we were just doing a story about famous dogs on Instagram, and it yes. seemed like Maru might be the most famous one. Mm-hmm. Is that true? Yes. So this is Shinjiro Ono, who I talked to on the phone with our translator, Aya. He lives in Tokyo with his dog, Maru Taro. Ranking famous dogs on Instagram is less straightforward than you'd think. The site doesn't make it easy. But everybody seems to agree that Maru is the most famous dog. Maru is a very beautiful dog. (laughs) Shinjiro thinks that Maru is this sort of exemplar of authenticity. A dog being a dog is the most beautiful thing. That's Shinjiro's ethos. And Marutaro is beautiful, ridiculously beautiful, the archetypal beautiful creature, the Sistine Chapel of dogs. A recent video has Maru squinting quietly in a park, looking impeccably cute. The wind ruffles his poofy red hair, and the sun catches in the gleam of his black eyes. Whereas a recent Marnie video has her loping sideways down the aisle of a pharmacy, skidding joyously past boxes of tampons. Shirley says that Marnie likes the aisles because she can run straight down them without bumping into anything. So I asked Shinjiro, what do you think it is about Marnie? Uh, Marnie's cute, funny, and interesting. Cute, funny, interesting. Maybe this is just Shinjiro guarding the throne, but he doesn't really have a compelling explanation for Marnie's fame. For why Marnie is now on pace, by my calculation, to overtake Marutaro. Now, my friend Starly thinks that Marnie's secret weapon is her backstory. She's not a bread dog, she's a scruffy shelter dog. Our producer, Shruti, thinks that there's something about Marnie's crooked body that makes you want to mother her. Ergy says maybe it's the great captions that Shirley puts on her photos. Summer, the writer who first broke Marnie, has this theory that Marnie just has a very relatable face. She has, <laughs> she has sort of like emoji expression on her face all the time. Um, <laughs> like she has the perfect face for you to post a picture of her and say, this is me. <laughs> if Marnie's an emoji, like what is she an, the emoji for? Like it's definitely the one, um, you know, the like party face where it's got like one eye closed and it's tongue hanging out and you use it when you're like, having a good time, brah, or whatever. (laughs) (laughs) She always looks happy and she always looks silly. Those two things together is sort of a magic combination. To me, all these theories feel right, but they feel incomplete. They don't totally explain Marnie's magic. So here's my theory. It takes a while to lay out, but it starts with this fact. Last year, Shirley stopped working in order to spend more time with Marnie. Then, she ransacked her bank account to produce Marnie-themed calendars for her fans. They were expensive. $5,000. That's a scary amount of money to have, like, suddenly on a credit card. It's Yeah, especially, like, if you really don't have any money left. (laughs) Yeah. (laughs) 
Yeah. I said, if people don't buy these calendars, I am totally effed because not only do I have no money, I'm also like in debt now, actually, because like I had to like put things on like credit cards to like get those calendars produced. The idea was that she'd sell the calendars to pay her rent. When she broke the news to her dad that she'd stopped working, he did not react well. I was telling my dad, no, I'm, I'm doing Marnie. I'm going to do Marnie full time. This is what I'm focusing on. He's like, like, I think he just thought that was like a really crazy idea. Like I was delusional and like stupid or something like, you know. But her dad was wrong. And he started to understand just how unstoppable Marnie was at a dinner a few weeks ago. We went out to this Italian restaurant in the city. And I brought Marnie with me. She was, like, hiding in my bag. She just comes with me everywhere. So she's hiding in my bag. And then, like, towards the end of the dinner, like, she kind of pokes out. And she's, like, looking around. And then the waiter was like, oh, ma'am, I'm sorry. You can't have a dog here. And then he's like, oh, is that Marnie? (laughs) (laughs) And then I think that was the moment when my dad was like, oh, she really is famous, huh? I'm like, yeah, dad, yeah. (laughs) How satisfying was that? Yeah, it was really funny. Did they let her stay? Of course. Yeah. Marnie, Marnie always gets her way. Don't worry about Marnie. The calendars, of course, sold like hotcakes. You can ask Shirley why Marnie drives her to do these things, but the answers you get aren't satisfying. Nobody's good at describing the thing they love very well. Marnie's specifics just disappear in the blinding white light of pure love. And this is my theory. Pure love, a love so powerful it hits any eye that wanders across her Instagram. We all want a piece of that love. Here's Summer again. Shirley is as in love with Marnie as any like human and, a, and an animal I've, I've seen in person. I think it's up, up there. I've talked to her about it before, and um, I think that when people talk about um, finding someone, I mean, it sounds cheesy, but when you like get into a relationship and you're like, I found my person. I think that like Marnie is Shirley's person. (laughs) Um, They're just like right for each other. Every photo of Marnie, Marnie with her face goofily poking through a tortilla, Marnie buried in a basket of Easter eggs, Marnie in a tuxedo, is also a photo of the most loving relationship possible between a human and their dog. Marnie has an agent now. The same guy who represents the band Sleigh Bells and Girl Talk. Shirley's new job is to be Marnie's manager, a job which would be much more lucrative if she wasn't managing the thing she loves most in the world. She finds herself turning down sponsorship opportunities that other dog owners would probably lunge for. Like Burger King chicken fries. I don't know. They reached out to me. It's like, I don't really think that that fits with like Marnie's um, Instagram. I feel like she would eat chicken fries she would totally eat chicken fries she'd probably love chicken fries actually she really would but they're not marnie's account is supposed to be about empathy for animals or like not that's not what it's about it's about marnie but an element of it is like having compassion for animals and i think like you know encouraging people to eat chicken fries it doesn't really gel with that right because yeah. chicken fries are made right. out of animals i did right. not even make that connection yeah that's what i, I mean. am yeah. so dumb <laughs> Of course, there's a grim question looming over all of this. Marnie's 12. In human years, that would make her a senior citizen. Which means Shirley's dedicating her love, her whole life actually, to something that can't last forever. Do you think about what'll happen after she dies? Oh, she'll never die. Nah, she'll be around at least another hundred years, I'm sure. Marnie? What? Before we left, we made sure to get a picture with Marnie. Here, 
I'm gonna help you. Yeah. Okay. All right. Hold it like a baby. Okay. Wait, you don't have to. Don't. There okay. You go. Okay. She's a pro. She is totally looking towards the camera. Marnie. Hi. Good girl. People are always promising to give up everything for love. But it's bullshit. Everybody always has a plan B. An ex they get coffee with, a prenup that they sign just in case. Nobody ever quits their job because they think that the love of their life is so perfect that all they have to do is share that love. And the love will provide for them. Shirley's done that. She's all in. And yeah, one day she'll get separated from Marnie. But for now... Shirley loves her dog with a pure and uncompromised heart. And a million other people are lucky enough to get to witness it. Marnie! Hi! Oh. She smells good, too. Yeah, taking a bunch. There you go. Thank you. I always take, like, a million. I feel like she started cocking her head a little more. <laughs> that was really just, like, the weight of her head. She's a total girl, though. Another day is here, and you're ready for it. What to wear? Check. Breakfast, lunch, and dinner? Check. Planning for what's next and how to save for it? That's where Bank of America can help. For your financial to-dos, Bank of America has experts ready to help get you closer to your goals. Get started at one of our local financial centers or 24-7 in our mobile banking app. Find a location near you at bankofamerica.com slash talk to us. What would you like the power to do? Mobile banking requires downloading the app and is only available for select devices. Message and data rates may apply. Bank of America and a member FDSE. This episode is brought to you by Accenture. A better you starts with better hydration. Accenture is on a mission to inspire people to do what matters most. Their proprietary ionization process transforms water from any source into ionized alkaline water, providing water that's 99.9% pure with a pH of 9.5 or higher. Essentia Overachieving H2O, the number one ionized alkaline water. Shop now. This summer, click into cordless power with Memorial Day savings at the Home Depot. Tackle more than half an acre of grass with the convenience and gas-like power of the Ryobi 40-volt battery-powered mower. And keep your flower beds fresh with the 40-volt cordless string trimmer. Then clear debris with the 40-volt jet fan leaf blower. Click into Memorial Day savings happening now at your cordless power source. The Home Depot. How doers get more done. <sighs> Spring is a time of renewal, so why not refresh your home with a little help from Blinds.com? Blinds.com invented a better way to shop for custom window treatments. There's no pushy salespeople in your home or inflated showroom prices. Free samples, free shipping, and our 100% satisfaction guarantee can put the spring back into your step and into your home, too. Shop Blinds.com now and save up to 45%. Up to 45% off at Blinds.com. Rules and restrictions may apply. And now, back to the show. Hey, Alex. Hi. How many unread emails do you have? Two. Seriously? Yeah. Work and personal? Yes. Seriously? Mm-hmm. How many unread emails do you think that I have? If I had to like wager a guess based on just everything I know of you, I'd say like 1,043. 1,093. Really? Are you serious? Yeah. Oh my God. That's creepily accurate. Yeah, that's crazy. Uh, I want to be perfectly clear though. Saying that I have read all of them, 
does not mean that I have done the due diligence to respond to all of them. So I'm coming to you because I have an idea for something that I think could be revolutionary and huge and that I really could not overstate the significance of. Uh, it sounds like you're doing a pretty good job of overstating the significance of whatever this might be. I have an idea for a national holiday that sort of requires something of listeners to our show. Okay. So the idea that I have is for a national holiday called Email Debt Forgiveness Day. Uh, I like it already because I like I like having any debt that I might have forgiven. This is not a day that people declare email bankruptcy. It's not like a day where you just delete all your emails and don't answer them. It's a day about specific emails, like the specific emails that you have not responded to because they're somehow like loaded with an emotion and the emotion makes you feel anxious and you put off responding and you put off responding and eventually it's just been so long that you feel like you can't answer it because it would be too weird. What Can you give me an example of an email like that that you have? I can give you an example of one that I think you would not have a hard time responding to that I got last night. Okay. All right. So it's from my friend, Nicole. Subject line, reply all. She's saying like, hey, good job on the podcast. I'm really liking it. Uh, I hope you feel good about it. It's just like a nice email from a friend. Why would you have a hard time responding to that? Um, she's like somebody who was sort of like my teacher at one point, And so I have a lot of respect for her. And it means a lot that she would like it. And it's just like a sort of emotionally complicated email and it would take me a while to sit down and think about it and write it. And so what is probably going to happen is I'm going to not do that. And because I won't do it for a few days, I'll start to feel weird. And I'll feel like it has to be really good since it was a few days. And then it'll be a few months. And then like I will start to dread seeing her name anywhere. And I'll worry about running into her. And if I do run into her, I will just ramble about how bad I feel about not answering this email, which she probably will not have thought about since she sent it. I have one of these right now. It's kind of stressing me out. Let me find it. Hold on just a second. All right. What's the subject line? Uh, June tunes, question mark. Dearest bandmates, I hope all is well. Goldman, congratulations to you and Sarah on your new baby. I just wanted to tell, let you all know that I will be moving to Kentucky at the end of June, and I wanted to ask what you thought about one more kick-ass goodbye bonanza wherein my band might Do you rec- have a pop-punk band? It's not a pop-punk band. You have a band that some might consider a pop-punk band. No one would consider it pop-punk. You have a band. Yeah. And your band is relatively defunct. And I get the sense that, like, maybe you don't want to play one more show. And they're saying, like, hey, let's play one more show. I just don't want to practice. It's going to take take three practices. It fills me with anxiety. Everybody else lives in Brooklyn and I live in New Jersey, so I'm going to have to drive there. And I mean, on top of just all the practice stuff, I just feel really busy because, like, I'm married to Reply All right now. Also your wife. I'm married to to work and a new kid. You married your kid? And and my wife. You're not allowed to marry your kid. I really just want to take this one again. <laughs> um, and I will say that like I do want to do it. It's just the anxiety of having to say yes and then start preparing is causing me to not answer this. Okay. So I want April 30th to be Email Debt Forgiveness Day. And the way it works is that you can email... Whoever you've been meaning to email and been emotionally paralyzed and unable to email. And you're allowed to email them as if you are responding to their email in a timely fashion. You just send an email to them. You include a link to an explanation of the holiday, which we'll have at our website, replyall.limo. And you can just pick up the conversation as if no time has passed. It sounds like something that not only do you and I need, but it sounds like something the world needs. 
We're also interested to hear about what emails people are having a hard time sending. And so we set up a voicemail. The number is 917-475-6668. And if you decide to send an email or are thinking about sending an email or if you receive an email because of this, then please give us a call and leave a message. Maybe we'll put it on the show. Uh, I encourage all of you to participate because it's only through your participation <laughs> that people will not be furious at PJ and I for picking an arbitrary date <laughs> one day a year to uh, just send all the emails we've been too scared to send. Yeah, make us look normal. <laughs> Reply All is me, PJ Vote, and Alex Goldman. We were produced this week by Tim Howard, Sruthi Pinamanani, and edited by Alex Bloomberg. Matt Lieber is a pregnant pause before good news. Our show was mixed by the Reverend John Delore. Special thanks this week to Sylvie Douglas, Ayakato, and Fuku. Our theme song is by the mysterious Breakmaster Cylinder, and our ad music is by Build Buildings. We are on so many websites. We're doing a Reddit AMA on Friday if you want to drop in. You can hear the show on iTunes.com slash ReplyAll or on TuneIn, where apparently there's now a channel that plays Gimlet Podcast 24 hours a day. And we put extra adorable dog photos from this episode on Dig. Our website is replyall.limo, which was designed in partnership with Athletics. Do you listen to all of the credits? Because if so, you're fantastic. Please tweet the word discretion at Alex Goldman without any explanation. Thanks for listening. We'll see you next week. <laughs>